Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Oh, your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Or favorite actor. actor. Eh, you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm going to call it the podcast, where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get talking about something else. But you can almost maybe might mention, maybe guarantee the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. I'm sure you don't know. This is Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average. A.K.A. The, you know the, the, the typical silk pajamas, the the Fibbing Messiahs, the one and only, nah. never will be uh, cloned or never be you know whatever the other word is. But we all know that it's Nazam. Uh. Hey, pet Nate Terry. Okay. Or Nate Cemetery. Bunch of dead <laughs> Nate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Namebo. Or dumb Nate, however you want to go. <laughs> the always favorite Nuss, Captain Naval, Nathan Marvel, the best of Natomies, mm-hmm. five Nates apart, unnated, or Nayplanned, <laughs> Wonder Nark, Nader Park, and of course, How to Train Your Nagin. Uh, the hidden eight, Nagin, <laughs> and Rolly Man. I was like, we ain't did this in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It feels long. I don't even know how it ended up being that long, but it's your boy Joaquin Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, aka Terry Hightower, aka Kanye Taylor Joy Vent. You know what, sweet lady? Wow. Would you be my Woo! sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Yours, you're nah, just awfulness just I threw me in off. I my home base. Oh my. Okay, let's just get into it before I throw up. You watch any movies since the last episode? Yes, let me fix this real quick. Um, watched at home. Um, I had to double back and write that I watched this in my notes because I went and read my notes and I just had notes about the movie but had no clue what movie I was talking about because it was I was saying generic stuff <laughs> like it's good <laughs> this was funny <laughs> but uh actually watched the hate you give okay with, so it um, was probably funny with, yeah <laughs> with uh Rue from um yeah Hunger Games mm-hmm. can't think of, Amanda yeah because she ain't got she got a uh, non normal name. Well, you got to put the L in there. But uh, first comment about that movie is Lonnie Lynn, a.k.a. Cameo Common, <laughs> made a few appearances in this movie, and he had a mustache. Okay. Uh, Doesn't he just normally have a goatee? 
Yeah, he does the full goatee. This just a stash. He ain't got no chair hair. Nope. In the world. It was very odd. Oh, now nah, he too bald for all that. And for uh, even though he didn't win Oscar for acting, nor will he, he'll never win one. He is like, he really is on his cameo stuff. Like it's similar to, and now nah, he was in this movie more than he was in a uh, Suicide Squad, <laughs> but he so. wasn't in this movie that much. And the way they were setting it up, I'm like, oh, he's about to be very integral. He only yeah. likes taking little small roles in the mo- or the stuff he produces. Like, yeah. I just want to be in it. I don't really want acting and all like he that. He truly, he could have gave this to some hungry actor because he didn't, he didn't work hard for this. He didn't do nothing. Um, the movie was all right. It was very, like, every time I watch certain movies like this, I double back. I'm like, was the, why was the review so good? Because <laughs> it was very, like, almost, like, generic. Like, Kiki Palmer could have starred in this and been a BT type type of movie. But then it. some of it was good, but then it was, like, very dramatic. And, like, even though something dramatic was happening, I felt like it was overly dramatic. It was about a police brutality and stuff. Uh, but the climax of the movie was very outrageous. It was a riot in the hood okay. that ended with a very small child. Mm-hmm. And they don't explain how this child gets this item. Pulling a gun out on Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie was... And this it don't fit. Anthony Mackie was a... Uh, like a hood thug general. Like okay. He was the, he was uh, the, I can see it. He's the captain guy. of the hood. Same guy who played Tupac. <laughs> yes. He, was, <laughs> uh, he played Battle Rapper and Eight He's been playing thugs for years. Yeah, he but he was like the one that ran the place. But he got upset because, all right, so the main girl, her good friend that she grew up with, got shot by the cops because he was reaching to brush his hair. And mm-hmm. the cops thought it was a gun. So the mm-hmm. cop murdered him. So all this stuff happened, and she was speaking out against it and everything after she was inspired by Issa Rae, who I forgot was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so she went on the news, and she was talking about all the gang violence and stuff, and she said the name of the gang that Anthony Mack... And her face was blurred out. The, they didn't show the world her uh, on there to hide her identity. But she said the name of the gang, and for some reason, just the mere saying the name of the gang set Anthony Mackie off. Yeah, he pulled like it up that. on the house, shot it up. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. But the, this was essentially just me like saying Crip on TV. Nah. You don't it, all the Crips ain't going to be like, I didn't like them even saying Crip. <laughs> yeah, he want to keep it. He don't like people <laughs> mentioning his name without repercussions. Which, it was a silly name, and I can't think I should have wrote it down. But, yeah, he, he came. I forget what bad thing he did. But the main girl's dad was like, all right, I'm about to smoke this dude. The cops pulled up. And the cops, you know, the cops, they see the, the aggressor, the aggressive black dude, they pour, putting the gun at him. And the main dude's little, little son pulls out a gun. And mm-hmm. I'm talking little, like five. Yeah. Like it's something outrageous. He had that and thing on him. They never explain how this little boy got a gun. He keep that thing I'm on disturbed, him. disturbed. And instead of taking the gun from the little boy, she stands in front of him so the cops don't shoot the Because the cops have that gun. That's the little boy. They don't see age. Uh, but. I thought that was uh, pretty high. Overall, it was all right. It wasn't a bad movie or nothing. Uh, it was kind of long, but I thought that should have been explained how the little boy got the gun. and <laughs> He keep that thing on him. It's just known. Other than that, um, I'll probably talk about this next week. Cause I, got, I, had about, I was watching a Lego movie. I had about 20 minutes left. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I could talk about it, but I'm, I'm going to say that for next week. But... Yeah, so far that movie's funny. And then at the theaters, I was going to save this for the end of the show. I couldn't decide I was going to do it. I'm like, I can talk about this now. It ain't that serious. 
went to see Pet Cemetery. Uh, the whack? And I did something I don't think I have ever done before <laughs> in a movie. And I fell <laughs> this is, I fell asleep before the movie even came on. I fell asleep during the previews and missed how the movie <laughs> movie came on. All I you gotta just say went, forget it. I was like, no, <laughs> no. I felt I I woke up. He like in Pet Cemetery, they go through like a door or like a portal type thing. But because I hadn't seen this movie, I woke up and he was already walking through the port. I was like, what the heck? I was look. I just did that little silent look over. I was like, I fell asleep during the previews and woke up and the movie is on. And then I was like, all right. All right. Let's re, let's recalibrate. Oh. Let me go ahead, settle down, and try to figure out what I missed. Cause there ain't no way I missed thirty minutes or whatever. Back to sleep. Oh no! Woke up. I really don't know what's going on. Alright, ain't no, ain't no telling how much I missed. We're giving it another shot though. We're gonna finish this out. I'm gonna watch this, uh, watch this, you know, at another time. But I'm gonna at least get this in. Back to sleep. <laughs> oh fired. my gosh! And usually, and I knew things was something was up. Something was in the air. Cause I knew things was different. Cause usually, if I fall asleep, milkshakes immediately is waking me up. Like, why are you falling asleep in the movie? I wasn't awoken or nothing. And then she must be asleep. <laughs> she, she she told me I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, you fell asleep? You never fall asleep. Yeah, and then we went to I a, must have been exhausted. And then we went to the point where I was like. You want to leave? <laughs> I was about to ask her to leave. I'm like, we missed this. <laughs> we missed this movie, basically. I'm very sleepy. But the only reason I didn't get up and leave, I was too tired. <laughs> I was so tired. I slept the night before. I don't know what caused me to be so sleepy. I fell asleep during the previews. I That's nuts. I nearly slept through this whole movie. I almost slept the entire. I've never done that before. Only felt better because milkshakes also fell asleep. And she never falls asleep in oh. movies, but the, it felt. It, it was the worst feeling I ever had. <laughs> so much sleep during this movie that I really can't tell you. But the worst part about it, I woke up at the end of it. I saw the ending, which now was very terrible because the ending is something that, like. Would be a spoiler if I said it to somebody who hasn't seen the movie or nothing. So, so I'm like, I sabotage myself because now I know what's about to happen at this very end of this movie. Like, it's very random for this to happen. Baby. Which at the very end of the movie, I'm like, I ain't got no contacts. Uh, whack. <laughs> but but I can't even say that I was whack. Cause I have zero contacts. That's good reviews. So I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. And then I was Is like, it? yeah. it's been dropping. Oh, it's been dropping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I. I was under the assumption that it was a very good reviewed movie until I looked at it. Oh, okay. Cause oh. I, it I thought it was an 80s, so it must have dropped. Yeah, I think before it came out, it was looking strong. And yeah, then probably, when yeah. it came out, it ain't looking so strong no more. Because it had a very... Oh, <laughs> this dropped down 30 to 40. I was like, that's why, that's why we was talking about it. I was like... Yeah, the uh, Pet Cemetery looked better and it got great reviews, so uh, I would definitely yeah. wouldn't be shocked people seeing that over Shazam. It got right now it's at fifty nine percent. It got fifty ish vibes to it, so was, I'm not I'm not shocked. I was reading like when when it was getting good reviews that the the ending was bonkers. Oh, okay, so maybe because even even somebody who fell asleep the whole movie could tell like 
This ain't this is off. Yeah, so maybe I mean it could still easily be whack, but maybe the then it context. was looking for some reason it was looking weird seeing Jason Clark in this because they got a no name actor and actress vibe to it, and then he would appear, and then John Lithgow would appear, and I'm like, y'all look silly in this movie, kind of, because <laughs> like, the vibe is given given away because it's like acting good in a type of movie that don't necessarily need good actors. <laughs> like, y'all putting too much effort into it. To a movie called uh, Pet Cemetery. And then when I was trying to just grasp for uh, just to get any bit of information from while I was watching this movie, Dead Tired, I was, that some of the scares at the points I was awake was scares from, like, little kitty cats and stuff. And, like, yeah. the cats were doing, like, the stuff they were doing was bad, but at the same time in my head, I'm like, it's a cat. Like, again, it's not that bad. You get some scratches, a bite. They did something crazy. I was asleep so much in this movie. Yeah. When I woke up, I woke up and I'm like, I'm not even tired now. I got like a legit hour to two hours a nap in here. This dude fell asleep yep. <laughs> the, during the previous. I never did. That was shocking. That's the classic. Mo- I, did, I did not see this movie start. That's classic. I can't. So, <laughs> and because I didn't see the movie start, I don't know how long it'd been on. I didn't want to look, can't really tell why I looked at my watch because I'm previous for like going on and on, which is why I fell asleep in them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The previous, yeah, that's a new yeah. one. That's rare. That's <laughs> never been done before. That's a shame. I punished myself. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't seeing Shazam this week. That's just genuine exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Oh, but why man. am I so tired? I need to go to a doctor and like, Every, hey, every time I get to the movies, <laughs> like, the now, there's levels. The, the me falling asleep before the, in the previews is unexplainable. That's that. That's <laughs> like I didn't sleep for a couple, a couple days. <laughs> so like, why you even go to movies? Who's that tired? I yeah, I, I, I did not feel that tired when I went. That's what's crazy. But did y'all use the stubs or? Yeah, that was stubs. Okay, <laughs> that was nothing. Her, uh, tic- her ticket wasn't paid. My ticket wasn't paid. Uh, yeah, then you can easily just go to sleep with them type movies. Yeah, that, that's why it wasn't as bad. Well, if I would have paid for it, Ooh, especially dude. because I went to the, we were at the theater that's more expensive than the one I normally go to. Which when I was there, I was like looking at the concession stand. I'm like, y'all got less stuff than the. Not that I get anything. Their concession stand is uh, much smaller than the one that it should be bigger than, which is pretty weird. Yeah, they trash. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, this is, like, I'm going to the more expensive theater today. It cost me nothing. I wasted some stubs or wars points, though, I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, at least it was still, still kind of free. It was free. That's funny. I fell asleep in that. I should just not say no to the movie. I bought the tickets ahead of time. Because for some, I don't know why in my head, I'm like, yeah, this time, Pet Cemetery finna be, like finna be packed. Nah, that's just me, couple other people in there. Big old theater. I'm like, y'all didn't need to put it in this one then. Everybody was saying Shazam. <laughs> yeah. Shazam and us still. Yeah. And, I, and Dumbo. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. That's funny. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Nah, that was it. <laughs> After I did that, that was punishment time for myself. <laughs> oh, man. I only watched literally three movies since the last episode. First up was Fighting With My Family. It was a funny movie. <laughs> it was better than I thought it was going to be because I think I said on the show I wasn't really too looking forward to this, but the reviews was good, so I was going to give it a shot. It was funny. The first half was definitely better than the second half, but it was still an entertaining movie, especially when uh, what's her name, Soraya, or Paige, whatever her real name is, or whatever her whatever her name is. 
when she was like with interacting with their family, that's when things were more funnier because Nick Frost was funny. Seeing them interact with the kids was or the other little kids that they was training with was funny. So it was an enjoyable movie. I was really thrown off by the timeline because I was I was like, I okay, so Dwayne Johnson is baldness. That's what I'm saying. This movie is supposed to be taking place around this time. He was he was not bald back then. He had the Scorpion King edge up <laughs> back when this time when this movie took place. Yeah, and then like at the end of the movie, like she literally goes from like being in part of the the little camp that she was in to very next day I feel like being on WWE or Raw or whatever and taking the belt. I was like, there's no way possible that she did that literally overnight. (laughs) Y'all took some uh, creative liberties there, but whatever. Uh, So so that kind of threw me off. But like I said, the movie was entertaining. Um, What else do I have? uh, There's um, the brother. His name is Zach. There was a funny scene where he brought his girlfriend's parents over to dinner. Uh, So I did did put it in the notes. Uh, So the movie apparently takes place in 2009-ish. After doing some quick quick research, I was still very confused when this movie actually takes place compared to the real life pages timeline, and not just with uh, Dwayne Johnson's hair because he was doing like there was literally a shift because I think there was like um, this was around the time he was doing them family movies. Hell yeah! Man. And I was trying because in the movie he said I was shooting some movie in London, so I was trying to like figure out was that Fast Five or so it was confusing me. Um. The there's page when she went to this little that little you know WWE camp or whatever it was, her um, competitors or people she was going against were like model slash cheerleader type of wrestlers. So I thought they were just gonna give them like they're just generic bimbos, but they actually gave them a backstory and made them like have reasons and made them actually like more human beings, even though they weren't big characters. They were like more major characters for that moment, so I was proud of the movie. Did that? There was a slight jab at Vin Diesel in this movie, so that uh, also reigniting. Yeah, that also don't line up the timeline. So y'all <laughs> kind of breaking walls. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the camp was called Next, and then she went on and won the Divas title right after she left. That I looked it up, and it didn't happen that quickly. But I guess the movie just wanted to do what it did. <laughs> it didn't feel like making a quick um timeline transition, but whatever. And uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. It was nice to see Vince Vaughn get his funny back. Cause lately, what I've been seeing him, he ain't, he's been acting like Vince Vaughn, but the movies and his humor ain't really been connecting. But here, he brought the old school Vince Vaughn type of humor, and it was funny. Uh, the girl who played Paige, Florence Pugh, whatever her name is, and her brother, I thought did good jobs doing their real life characters justice. Even though I know nothing about either of them, <laughs> but I thought the brother was main or was more of the standout. And yeah, I don't I don't like wrestling. I still fully don't comprehend how fake it is and yeah. how real it is, but <laughs> the movie, you know, had a nice little underdog story with some heart, so I enjoyed it. Um before I talk about Shazam, I'm going to talk about Cam. I finally watched that movie oh, yeah. on Netflix. I forgot all about that. I don't know if it was cuz I was like partially on my phone while I was watching this movie, but this movie was very weird <laughs> and I felt like it didn't explain a thing uh-uh. it didn't explain how she got the double it didn't explain who like the i mean the reasoning yeah i guess but it didn't explain like why she um confronted that one guy and he gave her like the little slight intel and it just really didn't explain nothing like why she was do- taking it so seriously i get the girl was stealing her money but you could just easily go get a different job <laughs> if it got that so it's just the movie felt real extreme the the whole ending was 
the, the confrontation was a little ridiculous. And then the ending, ending, what, what did she decide to do after that? Just seemed very stupid yeah. on her part. So, so I mean, just make a new page. Yeah, it was just like, uh, I'm just, <laughs> I've been watching movies on Netflix, and a lot of times, like, I can see why they went the Netflix route. Netflix is throwing as many things out as possible. Yeah, and I'm seeing it. Like, the quality is just like, some movies are good. Like, this movie had great reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I thought it was interesting. I like, only liked it because it was very different. Yeah, it was very different. At least I'd rather it be real different than just like everything else and whack. Yeah, it was it was it was very odd, but it was it had its moments. But I was just was kind of thrown off. I, my intent was to go and watch this movie called. Dang, I cannot remember what the movie's called. It was this other movie on Netflix that Bloomhouse just threw out. Oh yeah, surprisingly, uh, I I meant to uh, watch that too. Like it did with like the it was, it was comparing to like Slender Man and the Momo little stuff, but then I was I was under the assumption that it got good reviews. So before I had to double check because I wasn't about to waste my time in a whack movie. <laughs> and when I seen them compare it to like a a slightly less doll version of Slenderman, yikes! I'm like, well, I ain't wasting my time. It's either this or the dirt. And <laughs> oh I, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna push the dirt back. Yeah, son. that need to be pushed back. <laughs> I ain't ready to watch Machine Gun Kelly d- uh, portray somebody else. <laughs> Shout out to him and G Easy for squashing their beef. Okay, no one cared. G Easy probably doesn't really like. Feel it deep down and just did it. Yeah, but, no one cared about y'all little whack beef. No one cared yeah, that y'all, y'all made up. Yeah. All right, so I watched that. And then last but not least, I watched Shazam. Now, Shazam, I mean, it's just getting glowing reviews talking about how fun and lighthearted and just a good time it is. <laughs> I must be a Scrooge because I just was not feeling it. <laughs> I know I went in with the biased mindset, like, this about to be whack. But I was like, Maybe the reviews. I mean, the re- how the reviews is talking. They talking about this movie real funny. It's just a good time. Zachary Levi killing it. The other, the kid kills it. The action was good. I mean, the critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is an effortlessly entertaining blend of humor and heart. Shazam is a superhero movie that never forgets the genre's real power. Joyous wish fulfillment. Mm. This movie wasn't for me. <laughs> Let me start out by saying Zachary Levi was fine as Shazam as in this superhero who is literally a kid in a man's body but that's it he handled (laughs) nothing else well and I don't know if it's his fault or the movies don't even get me started on the lack of action that this movie has yikes the action is (laughs) tridash there are fight scenes but by fight scenes I mean they're fighting these little monster things uh, one kicker punches thrown. They make uh, little comments about it, especially when Shazam is fighting Doctor Sir whatever his name is. They'll they'll do the same superhero or Superman movies from Man of Steel, flying through the air, fighting, make a joke. Do <laughs> one more movement, make a joke. I was just like, huh. Some of it was funny. But the other ones was just like, this is just not the type of movie I'm trying to see. Mm. Like, like there was a real funny moment. I ain't gonna spoil what it is. Where during like in the middle of a fight scene or before a fight scene, that like okay, like you're joking about how it happens in movies all the time. It it logically just doesn't make sense. So the fact that they made a joke about it was fine. <laughs> but the jokes that just wasn't hitting just wasn't hitting, and the movie just wasn't as entertaining as we were trying to make it seem. 
Like I'm happy people enjoying it, but critics and then the audience score is high, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean people love it. You know, you got get it. Dwayne Johnson's he felt comfortable enough to come out and say, okay, all right, so yeah, we definitely making Black Adam. He he really (laughs) did wait because he got very quiet. He saw that first week numbers. And then they already the the writers come back for the sequel, and I think the director most likely come back. So I mean, the sequels all go. Everybody loves it, but I was just sitting there like, this ain't whack. I don't like it that much, but it is not great by any means. Uh, let's see. Nah, I'm gonna skip that. I will mention that when Freddie, the little uh, the little crippled boy, <laughs> who he was funny too. But boy, were the reviews gassing up his performance. Like, yeah. let's 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 tone it down. Like, I've, I get it. DC's on wins, but <laughs> y'all gassing up every last movie that they keep doing as if they're just amazing. They're just good compared to what we was what the the path <laughs> we were going down because they're not dark and you know gritty like they wanted them to be. But scene, or when Freddie first sees Billy as his new superhero alter ego self, he doesn't ask him at all. How he turned into this person? <laughs> they just start getting to the jokes and what superpowers he has. Um, there is a there's a funny little lightning with his hands type of scene. Okay, um, there's a I ain't gonna say what the t- the little uh, monsters in the movie are, but they look like good video game effects, and it stood Yikes. out so much. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can see the budget. I know the budget ain't big, but boy, oh boy, is it starting to show? Because when they were stand by like the humans. Yeah, he looked so out of place, and I was starting to get bothered. Then there was some CGI scene, or also or back to those monsters. They look like Ghostbusters monsters. <laughs> um, but then the CGI, the effects in the movie, it just showed that this wasn't the biggest budget for a superhero movie. Uh, Mark Strong was typical Mark Strong. His villain had like a generic villain depth backstory, so it was nothing bad, but nothing really good. There's a end credit scene, the middle one. I just truly didn't understand because I'm not. I don't know nothing about the Shazam comic book, but apparently it's like you'll get it if if you know the backstory. And then the second one was. I'm under the assumption it was very, it was very stupid or just stupid. I think it was very. I think it was genuinely a, a legit waste of my time. Um, there's a surprise. At the end of the, or towards the end of the movie. And I was like, huh, like, kudos for them for keeping this a surprise, but I still ain't feeling it. So I'll give y'all props for hiding it this whole time, hiding it through production, all that stuff, but I ain't feeling it. And I definitely ain't feeling it because I knew the sequel is going to go in this direction. So I wasn't feeling this. I definitely ain't feeling this. Um,. I ain't going to say too much about the surprise because like, there's a detail within it that I was like, huh, that's the that's the direction y'all went in? Okay. Um, I accidentally saw a couple spoilers. Uh, okay. So you probably saw what I was rolling my eyes at. Possibly, but I'm trying to ignore it. Even though, not that I'm going to be watching Shazam and be like, <gasps> yeah. like it's, it's, I'm not going to have any effect on me. <laughs> like, I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, it's giving that. Oh, my God. We all know there's a Superman cameo in the movie. We we talked about it on the podcast. Yep. But boy, oh boy, when we, we the way we read about it, it sounded stupid. Just wait till you see it. It's even dumber. And it officially put the stamp on it that this movie felt like a high level Nickelodeon style movie. <laughs> it had all it had that same feel but just done better. And I was like, this ain't that's not really the vibe y'all want to be going for. 
Nickelodeon ain't known for making good movies. They got monster trucks. They got that, uh, what's that, Whack Door the Explorer looking movie coming out. Oh, man. That <laughs> like the movie. That's, for one, they made a team. They made up a door team. I don't know why they, she couldn't go on her own with boots. That's dumb. I mean, like I said, the movie was funny at times. But I was just not entertained by that that level of silliness. Like he literally just acted like I get I get it. He's a kid, but he genuinely acted like a kid the whole time he was in Shazam's body. Like he spoke like one, joked around like one. Like it was a never time where he got serious, super serious to defeat the bad guy. It was just all jokes. Yeah, I don't t- like that. Twenty four seven. The action, like I said, was borderline garbage and nowhere to be found, <laughs> even though there was some scenes, but it was just so bad. I was like, this is the best y'all came up with. This is literally a character study on this little silly, goofy-looking kid. They had a bunch of Batman and Superman references. I just like I, I like my superhero movies with nice balance and, you know, nice darkness and just however level of that side you want to go to fully, whatever, but... The way this movie did it was a no-go for me. So like I said, <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's crazy. It's not whack. But I don't know what this 90-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes is. I don't know what these critics are seeing. I don't know how. I've been concerned lately with the Rotten Tomato meter because I've been seeing all these movies with good reviews. I'm like, they're a lot more lenient now because mm-hmm. they used to be. Like, hey, that movie got a 90-something percent. They used to be crazy, but now it's something every week like, hey, This 90%. Like, this definitely doesn't seem like it should be. I mean, people love it. Uh, I just, I maybe, I maybe I'm just so in Marvel biased that I can't see the greatness that Shazam is showing me, but. I was able to give Wonder Woman some credit, so if it's whack, it's whack. If uh, Shazam ain't good. Yeah, I don't even, I would probably put this, my DC level, I will put. Yeah, number one, Man of Steel. Number two, Wonder Woman. Number three, I would probably say, off of just sheer quality, Aquaman. Number f- four, Shazam. But mind you, I would definitely watch Batman versus Superman over this. Yeah, more I'd something watch, to look forward to. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd rather, I'd rather just see the disappointment over Batman and Superman again or Justice <laughs> League. Suicide, Suicide Squad is just really just not good. <laughs> and we got this new one coming out. Yeah, so, I mean, Shazam is fourth on the DC movies if I'm not missing any. <laughs> that's pretty good. But it's just, ay, ay, ay. But uh, that's all I saw, so. All right, before we move into some topics, I've been meaning to throw this segment out here and see how it goes, but I'll constantly keep forgetting, no matter if it fits in my notes or not. So we going. Uh, I mentioned this to you before. I'm gonna give you two movies, mm-hmm. and you gotta mention a cross, or you gotta make it a crossover movie. So you gotta give the easy smeezy. You gotta throw out what the movie would be about. So it's just a crossover idea. Throw out based uh, just off the top, based on the relevant movies, and you gotta throw out what the movie would be about. So of course, this week we got Shazam and Pet Cemetery. So give me a crossover movie idea. With those two properties. All right, let me. All right, here we go. You got the Jaiman Hans who has the wizard from Shazam. He, um, I don't know what happens in the movie, but in this, <laughs> whatever, whatever, if it, if this, if this uh, goes against what happens in the movie, they had to change it so they can cross over Pat Cemetery. He gets relocated somewhere. He gets dropped off to. 
the Pet Cemetery. Which, by the way, the song that they played, the Pet Cemetery song that they played when the movie went off, was so silly that it doesn't match with the movie. It is, it was like a little, like fun, like rock song about how they don't want to go to the Pet Cemetery, or whatever. But the wizard gets located in the Pet Cemetery, and. He wants to seek some sort of revenge. No, no, no. I want to scratch that. He's there. The bad guys want to get at him, and that's where he's now located. He's not located where he normally is, and all there is is the different animals he can use to protect him. So he uh, summons Billy Batson or whatever to uh, come and fight the bad guys, and so the bad guy, the main story is located in the pet cemetery uh, world or whatever i'm not quite sure where it was because you know i was sleeping a lot but wherever <laughs> jason clark was walking into so that's where the movie is set and he's fighting some bad guy but they need more information on how to actually stop these people because the animals and stuff keep coming back alive that's when you call up jason let me, let me move past that. I was about to say <laughs> say a spoiler because I just realized <laughs> some stuff I was saying can't even be possible based on <laughs> some stuff I saw that happened in the movie. All right, so God, you really that's something you really can't spin off. <laughs> you can't really make a crossover out of it. It's like really hard. <laughs> now I sat here and really thought about something I seen in the movie. Uh. <laughs> the powers of the pet cemetery come down to wherever uh, Shazam and them is at, and then he fights them. <laughs> that, that's my crossover now, based off of what I remember happened in Pet Cemetery. Okay, so that or Shazam versus Killer Pets. Might as well. <laughs> Sounds silly. Yeah, it was Ain't that kind of what's going to happen based off of whatever this teaser was at the end of the movie with Mr. Uh, Mind or whatever the DC character's name is? Oh, the little uh, caterpillar? Yeah. I assume. I was so <laughs> confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't know nothing about this, but Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know enough. When I saw it, I was like, why am I looking at this? Yeah, that was, that was stupid. I mean, there was dumb stuff before that, but. That was also that was like the tip of the iceberg. Like, okay, this is just what y'all doing today, but whatever. Just watch my James Gunn predictions looking more and more true every day with the I did bring Rick Flag back, bring him back. This is <laughs> so far. <laughs> all the um, so far, almost all the original Suicide Squad members are back, besides Will Smith and uh, Cholo. Cholo, <laughs> well, he died, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, everybody's coming back except for Will Smith because you got Captain Boomerang. Chola. <laughs> you, you got Rick Flag. Margaret Rogers making a little small cameo. You got uh, Viola Davis. You got... I can't wait. You just always have to play a new character. Out of, what is out of respect to Will? Will Smith could care less. Y'all basically replaced him with Jesse T. Usher. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to. They, they, they saw how Independence Day 2 was. They were like, we're going to try not to do this. He's going to play a... If, if Idris Elba, that means Idris Elba just signed on. He was willing to just do this movie, period. Because you don't sign on and just play whatever. You sign on to play who you want to play. And he wanted to play Deadshot. So why is he fine playing a different character? I think he's getting also like a either story idea or a producing credit with this movie. That's what he wanted. (laughs) That's what he's there for. They said him and James Gunn when they were coming up with the story or something. It's about to be very close to be Idris, directed by Idris Elba's directorial debut. Did he write a... 
DJ Charlie turn him yeah, up or I, whatever. I, I feel like he did one of the. He directed or did something with one of those little whack movies that came out. Let me read the reviews for this. I know. I know they can't be good. All right. When after you look that up, we by the way, that movie we were speaking about on Netflix called Thriller. I could not remember. I think that's Thriller? what it's called. Ain't that called Thriller or something like that? Is it? I think it starts with an M. Uh, M. I could have. Sp- What's oh, the, the one I'm talking about started with him. There's this Bloom uh, Blumhouse movie that just came out on Netflix, I think, called Thriller. Unless I'm tripping. Let's call it something else. I'm thinking of Mercy Black. Oh, okay. So hopefully maybe the Thriller's better than they all watch that. Yeah, that. yeah, that just came out on Netflix and it's Blumhouse. A whole bunch of black people in it. Mm. Uh, I was contemplating watching that movie with T.I. and Tiana Taylor and Lil Duval and D.C. Oh, and yeah. Fly because the little, the little clip they show on Netflix made me laugh, but I, was like, <laughs> I know this can't be that good. Uh, let me see. I immediately forgot what I was looking at. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Turn, ch- Charlie. DJ Turntables. Yeah, Black Turntable Man. <laughs> oh, these Mercy Black... Uh, Rotten Tomato score is very low. Uh-huh, that's why I was like, what was I saying at first? I ain't wasting my time with this. Who who made this movie? They ain't got a Wikipedia page. Um, go to the IMDb. This is a Blumhouse movie? The Mercy Black? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, surprise Blumhouse Productions Mercy Black, yeah. That is sad. They didn't even put that on their page with all their other movies. No, so they put they, out. You just threw it out because it was whack. When did this go? This came out a uh, few days ago. Or yeah. the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. They put out two back-to-back movies on Netflix. Because that thriller came out about a couple days before this. This one's very whack. Yeah. So let's just throw this out, too, just so we can get it out there. Uh, all right. Turn up, Charlie. Oh, there's a Grease prequel being made. Uh <laughs> Turn up Charlie got a 50 percent freshness. That sound whack. Uh, yeah, that's awful. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, oh yeah, I wanted to see if he directed or wrote this. I didn't direct it. Did he write it? He created it. That's that's enough for me. Executive yeah, he's, producer. He's, he's like, I got a great idea, y'all. He's on his way to directing. <laughs> mm. uh, Speaking of DC, though. The Joker trailer dropped mm-hmm. this past week or two. I don't remember when it dropped. All right. Did you see it? Yep. I watched it. You like it? It looked pretty good. It looked interesting. It, it got, like, I'm excited. It makes me excited for it. Well, more excited for it. For some reason, I don't know what is about all the other all the other DC movies. I basically be rooting against. Like I want them to fail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know what that trait is in me. I don't know if I need to talk to somebody about that. Why I got this trait where I want these DC movies to fail. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I have the same trait for some Marvel movies, not MCU movies. <laughs> movies such as Dark Phoenix, such as. New Mutants. I'd be like, I want this to be whack. But at this point, DC already owns them, so now I should be rooting them on. (laughs) I I mean, not DC, Disney. I don't want Disney to get any ideas about keeping those, so I want y'all to start Kevin Feige said, y'all got a long time for y'all to see these X-Men movies. But do I believe him? Because as soon as they got their little greasy paws on (laughs) Spider-Man, they they rushed. Anyways, no time. They edited that that, uh, phase three or whatever real quick. Yeah, so, but... um. But I, I would definitely want this uh, Joker movie to be good. Interested to see how they're doing it from the way it looks. It looks like it looks like he's a very bullied adult. 
which being a bullied as an adult is odd because you, you got more resource. You actually got more resources as a kid. Do you have more resources as a kid? You're str- stronger as an adult. You got a car. You can drive away from being bullied. You call police. You can fight like, back. I ain't let nobody bully yeah, me as no adult. He's getting, he was getting shoved around. It looks like they're going with. Well, I could tell from the beginning that they're going with him doing make. Some people don't like when they have the Joker put on makeup. They prefer when he falls into some acid. I mean, but last was- time they had him fall into some acid, it came out Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Does, that- Does that make y'all happy? I doubt it. I mean, it's more realistic for him to put the makeup yeah, on. Yeah, this is more of a realistic movie falling into the acid and then being crazy. Is- That's uh, not something you want to do in this type of movie. Uh, you get to see that they have half of the Atlanta cast in this, which they could have. I could have yeah. seen Lakeith in this movie too, so they could have had them all in there. Yeah, he could play Black which, Joker. This doppelganger, yeah, Brian Tyree Henry, How is he, on. He's snuck in this movie. He is on pace to. Tr- he's trying to do every movie he possibly can. He, he is very he busy. Pay he's, the a, bills. he's a new Samuel. He knows. Ain't with Atlanta. Ain't no telling what we will film yeah. a season because Donald Glover. Guys, these may be one of the first people I see is doing every last uh, music festival. Coachella. Where that album at, though? They just released the. They claim that the movie, uh, the Rihanna and Donald Glover movie. Guad uh, uh, something island. Uh, uh, dang, now I forget. Yeah, Guava Island. Yeah. They say that may be coming out after he gets off stage at Coachella. All right, but, and then where the music at? But that means he ain't putting in the movie theater, which seems weird for somebody of his stature now. Obviously, you can put it on like a Netflix, but they it made it sound like they're going to stream it right after. Yeah, it's just quick. Like, that's weird. I ain't. It's like it's a 15-minute uh, movie for the album or something. That, they, they, say, they keep saying this is this could be somebody's visual album. But there's two artists. That's why they ain't definitively said this is Donald Glover's visual album. Like, this could be Rihanna's because they said she was working on a little island-style album or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was a Guava Island. But uh, then a little picture of his shoes come out. I'm definitely getting them as soon as they come out. But at the same time, they're very beat up. They like, just purposely looked beat up and everything. Yeah, like, I can't necessarily like rock this with too much. <laughs> and, and if people don't know, these are the Donald Glovers. They're like, he's got bobos on. <laughs> I ain't trying to riff me. Got rocking with the beat, the beat jeans and the <laughs> beat t-shirt. I'm wearing some. I'm wearing some Balmain, something flashy with my head, Donald Glovers. They're like, I right, you spend most of your money on the top hat, but yeah. say, forget it with the shoes. But anyways, I wasn't even talking about, I was trying to talk about the Joker movie, but Brian Tyree Henry's doing so much, and he's on Atlanta. Atlanta ain't coming out this year because of Donald yeah, Glover. Yeah, he's going to see, how many years can I take between seasons <laughs> as possible? They will let him do way, they let him do Larry David length. You're lucky there's, let, so, there's so many TV shows that I need to watch, so I'm not really stressing it. Yeah, but it, I'll be sometimes like, i still be sitting down thinking like, why ain't Boondocks coming back? Like, I'm not satisfied. My boondocks void is not filled. Yeah. And those little comic strips he's been putting out is pretty funny. So now, one TV now, show. now to make the cartoon because I'm not reading. I don't want to read. Yeah, I'm no against nerd. reading. I listen to stuff. <laughs> and even that's some hard sometimes. Well, I got to rewind this because I don't even know yeah, what they're saying. I wasn't focused. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I thought the trailer looks good. Um, I don't know who he would be playing. Probably not an actual comic book character. Cop. Yeah. He got, but how many times he played a cop? I got he probably played about three times already he, he in his short career. 
Uh, you got Zazie Beats, I guess, playing the love interest, even though they didn't look too loving in it. But, so weird. Yeah, I don't like that age. age I mean, I love like you going look love you gonna love, but age difference plus look difference. Yeah. You can get away with maybe age difference, but look yeah. difference because you already got Regina Hall and uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. At least Samuel Jackson could look young. Especially the yeah. way they've been looking at that movie. Yeah. If they they should have used the Marvel technology and had him looking very, very young. Yeah, he just carried that technology from movie <laughs> to movie. I saw his little his updo in that little unicorn store movie. Oh yeah. They he, every other movie he likes to put a funny wig on. I read why I read why he does that. He said because his, his sister is the one who does his hair for the movies. Uh-huh. And he likes to change it up each movie since they allow him oh, to do what he wants. Oh yeah. He, yeah. When you see him. All right, do what you want. I don't give me a little funny, a little wig in this, because he really hair. does every other movie. He do body in most of his movies. Then on other movies, he's got to have him some sort of yeah, hairdo. He's playing some character. He's like, all right, I'll have fun with this. <laughs> that's that's interesting, but uh, yeah, I think it looked good. Yeah, and the movie, like in my head before I saw the trailer, I was like really excited about it. Like I can't remember how where I had it on my anticipation list for the year, but it was pretty high. Just because of what the surrounded it, but then actually seeing the trailer, I was like, "It still looks good. It still looks interesting." But it kind of dropped for me just because I expected something more grittier. Like I got knew, like I got what they were saying. This is going to be more of like a character piece and all that. And it makes sense. And but just seeing it play out in the trailer and then the little the, the score for trailers really matter. They could set the vibe. They. I feel like they didn't pick the right song. I don't know what it was. So the movie still looks interesting. I'm pretty sure I have you know good faith that it's going to be a great movie. But I think I'm trying to uh, like keep a lot away from us or something. I hope so because they would they would like seem like they would start to talk about like a big uh, part of the movie and then like not show nothing. It's fine. Me, I mean the movies that vibe. It don't come out to the fall, so they still got plenty of time. So. Especially if they're sh- they showed him in you know different clown states, if you want to call that, different Joker states or whatever. So I wouldn't be shocked if they were hiding it. But just off of this first trailer and how I had it built up in my head, it didn't quite reach those expectations. But I'm still really looking forward to seeing how how it turns out, especially since it's going to be such a different type of comic book movie. So I can't wait to see it. All right, staying on the comic book side of things, Angelina Jolie is set to star in. The Eternals, which is the an MCU movie, movie that's coming out in the next f- couple years. Mm-hmm. Also in talks to star is Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, you ever pronounce his name? <laughs> I'll never learn. He's also in talks to star as well. Who no, stars in a movie with another actor who seems to have a lot of movies coming out in a short period, Dave Bautista. Yeah, with that he's, super movie. I'm like, two back-to-back Dave Bautista trailers, along with the other movies he got coming out. He's next up for the wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's my time. He's really like older than them, t- uh, like The Rock, too, I think, yep. or the same age. Yeah, I guess you can't put a, put a start point on fame. Yep, but, yeah. You, uh, do you think these two uh, fit as leads in the MCU? If they're playing the – I know apparently she's playing that uh, Cersei or whatever – which she seems a little, I can't tell, but she seems like old to play it. Granted, their ages, they're old, like they're going to be old, but. Yeah, they're going to be spending you know, lifetimes. You know what they're supposed to look like. They're supposed to be youthful. <laughs> but Marvel typically casts old people. I feel like she looks older than what, like, we, like Chris Evans isn't really old. Chris Hemsworth isn't really old. Tom Holland's young. Obviously, the other guys is old, but 
you don't get like the old vibe. For some reason, I get old from Angelina Jolie. Probably because she's been starring in like big roles for so long. And then if Kumel, I'm hoping he is not playing the one lead dude because them as love interest would be odd. Yeah. Him with the arms, like he don't give me the vibe of muscular or nothing. Uh, I doubt that he'll be playing. I'm thinking he'll play one of the, uh, a member of the team, but not. Yeah, he seems like a guy who stands behind a big old little thing. He just start giving out orders. Yeah, so we'll see. It should be interesting. Make a different little cast. Make a fun cast out of this. They're probably trying to go along the lines how they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Where you got Chris Pratt. You wouldn't expect him. Then you got something like Zoe Saldana. Then you got Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel just doing voices. Yeah, who they form it around, I think, is going to be key because Angelina Jolie, she's a big star. And it just seems like they haven't had like a big star play a lead role. Yeah, like big stars this. usually play the villain or yeah, like even something real small. Like something. <laughs> we'll always forget uh, John C. Riley was briefly in Guardians uh-huh. of the Galaxy for nothing. Yeah, so it, but she's just like you know. At one point, she was Super, a superstar. Yeah, she's a she's a star. I'd be like if you cast like George Clooney or Brad Pitt yeah, or as something. the lead. Yeah, what if they do Brad Pitt as the if they go in that age? Oh, they would probably Neymar have to. But they put, just don't look like it. They would like, be scrapping on set like Nah, fam. I still want the kids. Yeah, Nah, you ain't getting the kids. <laughs> they need to have nah. a reunion. They should be fun. Ain't they both divorced? I'm not tripping. Who are they married to? They were married to each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I think they got some custody issues, if I'm not mistaken. But Oh, yeah. Didn't Brad Pitt go upside her noggin or something? He probably did something, you know. Got a little yeah, I remember into something. it. They said something. Uh, it don't matter. No, I mean, people in Hollywood don't have a reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, if, like, I mean, I trust Marvel, so I can't yeah, wait to see. When I be seeing casting and stuff, I don't even be worried. It'd be other stuff. I'd be like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I can't, y'all's track res- record is ten years strong, yes, so man. I can't even be like, nah, it could be a mistake because they haven't done like nothing specifically wrong really yet. Right, but I just when I, you speak a proper like the internals, and then you put somebody like Angelina Jolie, and then you follow that up with a Kumail. Yeah. I'm like, I need to see, well, I need to see the full cast just so I can get my. I'm like, I trust y'all. I just. Just still show me the full cast. Yep. I appreciate it because I don't. This phase four after uh, Endgame, that's when that's when things gonna really get tough for you because you already they gonna announce it after Spider Man what they're doing. I want it. We after obviously know Endgame. Yeah, tell us now. I want. I, oh, I want clearly this. something in Spider Man that they have to wait. Then something happens. I wanted. I want the end credit scene to be y'all telling me y'all a press conference. A recorded press conference yeah. of y'all telling us everything that's happening. Yeah, real life, not the characters. Yeah. I want Kevin Feige yeah. coming at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. I want a just recorded press conference. He got he got celebrities there. He like, all right, this is do like when y'all announced Brie Larson a few years ago when y'all just brought her in at the end of y'all's panel and she walked out and they were like, it looked like the cast didn't know because I recently watched that back and they just looked at me like. So this white, that's when all the Black Panther cast was on stage, shit. So it looked yeah. very crazy. <laughs> like, oh, here come the white woman savior. Trying to ruin but, our shine. We obviously know Dr. Dr. Strange is getting it's taking very long for them him to get his uh-huh. sequel. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Strange, Black Panther, Shang-Chi, the Internals. So that's four movies right yeah. there. You got Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow, Spider-Man 3, unless they just be like, we're going to do something weird and stop yeah. at 2. Sony. <laughs> 
gotta keep your eyes on them. <sighs> I don't trust them. If they, <laughs> but luckily, I, I, have, I have faith in uh, Jared Leto to help bring them back to Earth. <laughs> Cause he'll want them little set photos. I'm yeah. Like they're doing it. <laughs> they they started it. They got lucky with Venom. Morbius is what brings them back. Down I don't want to. I don't want them to even show Marvel at the beginning because some <laughs> not everybody is familiar with how those ain't a part of this and stuff. So some people be thinking all this stuff go together. I don't want that. Nah, nah, fam. They really shouldn't put out Dark Phoenix. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's not going to make sense because it's just going to come out. This is a standalone. This is a standalone movie. <laughs> Go reshoot that movie. Everybody dies at the end. Yeah, blow it up. Have Thanos snap. And <laughs> they happen to be part of the half that yeah. killed them all. And they, just, they, they, they won. <laughs> they just sitting in the mansion. And they just turn to dust. And you never get a resolution to it's them. It's bad enough. For some reason, Evan Peters said he's not doing this upcoming season of American Horror Story. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's pretty weird. You might like, nine see straight some, or whatever. I, I better see some movies then. <laughs> Why well, he should have stopped at ten? Relax. He just won't relax. Yeah, he's tired. Probably about to pass my torch to Emma Roberts, which is fair enough. Yeah, uh, she got it. So, <laughs> Aren't, don't we look. Ain't they together? Yep. So he's just they so he's like, how was American Horror Story? Then his juice is going. Like, did this? Who's playing? Who's playing me in this season? Who's playing the weird young guy? Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's like, no, that's a mistake. <laughs> He'll be like, Quicksilver. He'll be like, ah. I can sleep comfortably knowing that the uh, torch was past the king. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see Endgame, and I can't wait to come back on this podcast. And when y'all see when y'all see that scene, just like in for Infinity War, where they did the running through Wakanda scene, they added out the hawk in the trailer and everything. You don't think Aaron Taylor Johnson as Quicksilver was in one of them white suits with the rest of, with the rest of the guys? <laughs> you must be crazy. <laughs> he definitely was part of the crew with War Machine, uh, Black Widow, Captain Brie Larson, Ant Man, uh, Thor, Quicksilver. The only way that would make any sort of sense is if they already went to the past and convinced him. To come back with him because his sister died. Other than that, <laughs> ain't no reason for his no. one movie self they said to we, be making a return. <laughs> we need some speed because yeah, we yeah. we can't get the whoop de wop to the quantum realm to get through I the mean, Stark reactors. Maybe. And who do you? Who's the fastest person they know? Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I believe. That would make slight <laughs> sense if they feel like they can't get something, Watch, get something dude. fast You'll enough. See. But other than that, as soon as quickly as he shot his little scene, and as quickly as his character moved, is as quick as the Russo brothers right edited it out because they was like, you know what? They gotta they bring really... it back. They brought back a uh, Red Baron. <laughs> Red Skull. <laughs> they they re- him back. They gonna him. replace him. They gonna replace Aaron Taylor Johnson. My heart will stop with Evan Peters. I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they. That's how they merged the two. Evan Peters was like, "Yes, I made it." <laughs> All y'all got left behind, especially you, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Holt. He gonna, he gonna come in with the silly goggles, the silver yeah, jacket. Yeah, he looks dumb. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is cool. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yikes. Uh, speaking of Marvel, 
We got some casting for the Black Widow movie, David Harbour. <laughs> He's like, I know this movie sucked. He knew he knew Hellboy was about to be winning, about to get panned. Because like, ain't it. Hit <laughs> <laughs> this audible with the quick. I'll play whatever y'all need me to play. This is Hopefully not play it. Taskmaster and not uh, Old Boy from Moonlight, because that would have been odd. I feel, yeah, I don't think he's – I didn't heard his name, but I seen Rachel uh, Wise or Weez. I heard she's actually in talks to oh, yeah. officially start it now. So this movie's starting to shape up and whatnot. Uh, Kevin Feige, well, you just said earlier that uh, he said the X-Men won't join the MCU for a long time. I know you say you don't believe that, but how early do you think they'll actually get there, like a time frame, like a couple – like a year, two years when we get like an announcement of something. I think there'll be a little hit in one of these movies next year, and then maybe the year after. So twenty, we'll see, twenty twenty one, twenty two, something like that. We'll get more of a clear glimpse. And is this going to be a straight X Men movie, or is they going to start with one character first? I'm not sure. I'll get a little sense after these next few movies. I can't. I don't know what one X Men character they would do. Gambit. Please no. That'd be a weird way to start. Um. Well, I was. Well, no. Nah, I just thought about they because they said all. They said every last one of them X Men X Men character actors are gone besides Ryan Reynolds. So what? We're just gonna sit on Deadpool. Deadpool has to come twenty twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, you can't just let Deadpool just. Wander so I'm assuming it will start from Deadpool, and they'll use that character and the way that character is able to talk about stuff and say, yeah, they gotta to make, set up the X Men from there. I really can't wait to see Deadpool three because the jokes that he gonna have on right, deck. That's gonna be funny. So talk about all the how they're bought by Disney now, and he gonna be asking where such and such is, and they're like, Nah, they didn't make. It's going that. to be. I want. I want to know how eventually they'll. Do it if 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 they'll have Deadpool ever cross over with any of the other movies because it'll be very weird ah. that character unless they in the movies when he's in other people's movies he's not able to talk to the uh, break the fourth wall and talk to people. Yeah, he literally he has to be like the new Stan Lee for the cameos. He just <laughs> have a cameo in certain movies doing something weird, making a joke, and then they go back to normal. Because that could be because cool, I think about how they even do it on the cartoons like. Even like the more serious of like the X Men cartoons or Spider Man or something, Deadpool has been on there and he's just like the f- funny character on it, yeah, rather good. than because they could keep him exactly the same, just not have him break the fourth wall because that'll take you out of it a little bit. Because like can. this ain't a regular Avengers movie or I can see him being like with Spider Man. That's who they typically pair him up with. Yeah, making doing like maybe like a funny little interview news clip that uh, Peter Parker is watching or something. They'll figure it out. Just you know, he just can't be you know being the Avengers or nothing. <laughs> Even though that movie would be real sweet seeing him be funny and do the action scenes that yeah, they put in the big they, budget movies. They could, they could do something like that, just not have him be who we see Deadpool as all the time because he he's one that has his own movies. So I mean, if uh, if ever things start to you know wind down and things ain't looking so good for the future, they could just go all out and just say, all right. Putting all these characters in one huge movie and going out with a bang. <laughs> all right, speaking of uh, the movies that we ain't not too sure about, Macy Williams says she doesn't know when New Mutants is coming out. But I will, before I read this quote from her, the Disney chairman did include that movie in their release schedule for this week or this year. <laughs> so according to them, it's coming out this year, okay. possibly in August when it was supposed to, but who knows. But Macy, she was like, who knows when the bleep that movie's coming out. 
she also was like, uh, she explained how the film was supposed to go through reshoots in an effort to make it quote unquote scarier. However, the reshoots actually never took place. Williams even asked one of her co-stars, Charlie Heaton, what the bleep is going on with the movie? He didn't have any answers either. So, um, then after that, she was like, hopefully this interview will make everyone hurry up a little bit. So, you know, no one knows when that movie uh, is coming out. That's a shame. She was like, uh, also, she said, uh, Williams wants her Wolfsbane character to meet Jean Grey on screen and said it would be ridiculously stupid if they didn't do that. Does she not know what's happening in the world? No, nah, I think she's so focused on Game of Thrones. She <laughs> <don't really laughs> she's <know>. clearly confused. <laughs> um, so, like I said, the Disney people said it's coming out this year. She don't know. So they they just... They're just gonna they're just gonna throw this movie out. I just assume throw it out, possibly on some Disney Plus. I don't know, and just keep it pushing. Don't retouch nothing. Just let it be the movie that was supposed to come out several years ago, and move on from it. Don't do no promotion. It's just gonna be a quick, silent release, so they can move on and focus on the movies they actually care about. This is sad. Yeah, sad, new memes. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. Definitely. All right. Speaking of that, coming out. Speaking of that, Fox, Simon Kinsberg said Disney is evaluating all the in-development Fox movies. And he also said this, once I pull it up, he said all the movies at Fox are being evaluated. I love the idea of Channing playing Gambit. I think we have a <laughs> why, great- do, why do they do that? They just, they just, it's like they're making fun of people. We know y'all not going to do this. It's like y'all teasing them. I think we have a great script for it. And I think it's a role he was born to play. It's a character I grew up loving and I know the fans love. So I suspect, I hope it will happen. There will be a lot of mixing and merging now. And I'm all for it and excited to see. Uh, Kinsberg expresses his enthusiasm for the crossover that fans can expect the MCU by saying there will be a lot of mixing and merging now. And I'm excited for it. Okay, they just basically said the same thing. But yeah, so for some reason, when asked about you know Disney taking over, that was the movie he decided to key in on <laughs> by saying they're evaluating all the in development movies. So who called? So, so because Kevin Feige oversees the MCU, so any Marvel like if they want to make a Marvel movie, it obviously comes him because the track record, everything, what they got going on. But obviously Disney has other movies that come out and stuff, Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and they you ain't get he gets no input on that because it ain't they ain't got nothing to do with him. They could look at some of these movies such as Gambit, like hey, it ain't got nothing to do with you. What you do here with Iron Man and them? We about to make this Disney Gambit movie. Disney Gambit, because like so Disney's is Kevin Gambit. Feige gonna because he gonna have input on this? Does they bring it to him if they want to make it? Do they make it or do they ask him? So I don't know what is going on. Cause that's what I think about. Because if Gambit comes out, you can't force the man to put it like part of MCU. Yeah, I, I just hope that wouldn't make sense. They wouldn't even mention he don't get none of the perks that other uh, Gambit don't get what the other movies get. You don't get like a Robert Downey walking in at the end and recruiting. Ah, uh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Unless they got a New Orleans, they got a great idea. Nah, Gambit but, of all characters. But does a, a regular old side character? Does, does Mr. Simon does he genuinely think that this Gambit movie is happening? He, he's definitely got delusions. Is he just he really? But they're they're so delusional to the point where I'm like, it really is gonna happen. Because why is he saying this about that character? Like if he was saying like an X Men movie, okay, I get it. But this is just just Gambit by himself. Maybe Channing is like paying him to keep that Gambit name alive because nah, nobody you money. wants it. 
And I don't know why. Shannon, you could probably play so you could probably be in the Eternals. Just go ahead and be something CGI'd in the Eternals and call it a day. He's wasting his time. He's wasting his career away yeah, by now. He's aging. Yeah. He's not working out no more. Cut the, so <laughs> cut the plug on Gambit. Move on. Gambit is over. Because he he's not gonna look cool as Gambit no more. Yeah, he's just gonna look like an over old man with the, the trench coat and the swoop. With the gut. You know, he didn't dating Jesse J though now. I, I oh yeah, he is out. dating Jesse J. <laughs> The one girl who had that song from Pitch Perfect too. He likes people that are musical or kind of dance. And yeah, he's a he's a he's of the arts. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go back over to the DC side of things. Jaya Courtney, like we was talking about, mm-hmm. he's a turn in Suicide Squad. Idris not playing Deadshot like we talked Probably about. Probably playing Bronze Tiger. Uh, Viola Davis, we you said is returning. Harley Quinn's gonna have a minor role. Rick Flag apparently is coming back for yep. whatever reason. Um, <laughs> And I know you said uh, that James Gunn is really not directing it. He's not. Ain't no way. If he probably direct this. Give me a timeline for when he officially, or a little, just a mark point where he officially says, nah, I ain't doing this movie no more. Creative differences. Let's see. When is this supposed to come out? 2021, I believe. They said it's not a re. I read some way saying now it's not a reboot or nothing or like a restart. It's just the next one. All right, so if it's twenty twenty one, I bet Disney. We already know Endgame. Endgame. What do they say? It's about to make <laughs> like a. What they say? They said something crazy. Some crazy number in the first weekend, like eight hundred million. It was it was something bananas. What if that thing touches three hundred million domestically? Yeah. It, they'll do that, and then, and then, um, Spider Man and I come out. Disney and Marvel ain't going wait because they said they're gonna wait for him to do Suicide Squad. So that means Guardians of the Galaxy will come out twenty twenty two, twenty three, somewhere. They're not doing that, so they're gonna be like, we need you to focus on this. Then he's then he has to pick if they if he like what he needs to put his focus into. He's going to put his focus into Suicide Squad over Guardians. So I'm thinking if this is supposed to come out 2021, that means they'll probably start shooting into this year or next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking s- November of this year is when right. James Gunn will be like, I can't direct it. Pulls out right <laughs> before they're supposed to go and like, uh-huh. nah, creative differences. It ain't, it ain't working. It ain't working. <laughs> Make it easier on y'all by saying that. That's crazy. Yeah, this is because why would he? It don't make Disney would be fine just waiting. Apparently, they must got a lot of. They must have moved on. They're like, all right, we'll we'll let this be some like legacy movie down the line. Because especially if what if what if something happens in this uh, end game and it gets people hyped about the Guardians again? They were like, now y'all gotta wait. We all they put themselves in this predicament. If they would have just never fired them and made it all weird, who's gonna be the one to let? Who who's the guest to land the final blow on Thanos? It's gonna because be. you can't. That ain't fair to make one person be more important than the other Avenger. Y'all even. They're gonna do something where uh, Captain America got killed himself. Uh, yeah, Captain America and Iron Man gone, and then Captain Marvel puts like the finishing blow on him, hurting like Thor or something, and then it comes but, from some arrow Mar- that Hawkeye did. Captain Marvel don't deserve to be like we just met you. They Same you, with you, Dr. Strange. You got involved pretty quick. They're letting you know that she's going to be the new leader. That's how strong she is because she killed Thanos. Thanos, whatever his name yeah, is. Thanos. They're going to do, do something. I'm, I'm assuming they all going to get 
one like on the Power Rangers when they all hold the one gun. <laughs> and they transform into something huge. Yep. That Man, I can't wait to see that movie. That movie's but yeah, they did say it was tracked domestically one fifty to three hundred, if I'm not mistaken. For one, that's the biggest gap. <laughs> yeah, they, they're getting crazier and crazier with this gap because the gap for Shazam was something crazy. I think uh, it's like anywhere between one dollar and uh, <laughs> what is this? All right, it says uh, could easily surpass previous Marvel film, become the biggest domestic weekend in cinematic history. Early projections say the film will earn somewhere between 200 and 225 million domestically in the opening weekend. Okay. Uh, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, Infinity War did like two, two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah, they can get they can get two seventy. Oh yeah, it need, it did two fifty seven its opening weekend. Because you have you have to see it right when it comes out because yeah, gonna get if, spoiled. if you have a cell phone. You are in constant danger. I'm spoiling the host. Like, I ain't gonna do. I'm gonna give people a couple of days because I ain't seen it the night of, especially after what I did in Pet Cemetery. After a full day of work, boy, <laughs> three hours. All right. So depending on what time you get off work, if you get off during in regular uh, rush hour, <laughs> you ain't getting home until an hour after you leave. Depending on where you coming from work. Then what? You think the movie just gonna start right when you land in your area? No, then you got to maybe wait or something. If you're hungry, don't be hungry. You got to eat in the movie. You got to eat some of that movie food. Oh, I'm already <laughs> gearing up to have a full three-hour course meal going on, so I'm keeping myself yeah, busy. That, that's, that'll be the way for me to stay awake. I got to have an appetizer, a dinner, and a dessert with a drink. Oh, yeah, you got – already know I'm getting popcorn, the, the big bucket, of course. <laughs> I'm going to have some candy. And I have something to – now I don't know if I want something to drink because I ain't trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's dangerous. The one thing that did keep me up during one movie, I forget what it was, is I was sipping on a uh, some water, and it kept me up kind of. I didn't necessarily have to use the bathroom, but it just it kept me awake better than what the icy would. I mean, as long as you're not drinking water or much liquid throughout the whole day, you should be uh, good. Yeah. I pee all day anyway, so. Well, I do because <laughs> I'm drinking this gallon. Yeah. But that Thursday, I ain't drinking I, nothing. I drink like three bottles of water at work every day. I ain't drinking but, no. I am going on a water hiatus for that whole day. My body will understand. But you got, I got to make sure I don't eat nothing that'll put you. Because that'd be the problem sometimes. Before I go on movies, I'll be having like lasagna. <laughs> I'll be having wild food. Oh, the itis. Ribs. The itis food. <laughs> I'll be put, eating stuff that'll be putting me to sleep. So I just probably need to snack throughout. I need to go to a dine-in and just be banging on that light-up button. <laughs> like, bring me something. Oh, if I work that movie... And y'all constantly hitting the button. Yeah. I'm mad. Like, if I'm doing dining for Avengers, I got to see it before. The yeah, weekend. I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not walking in and out of this. Theater. I can't do a shift before movie starts. Yeah. I got. I got to be able to see it first. Yeah, that's. Ooh, that's. Cool. Yeah, so I'm probably not seeing it until Saturday. I'm deleting certain apps off my phone because <laughs> I got a habit of just be like. Oh, when I, when I see it Thursday night, yeah, it's gonna take the full self control. Yeah, not that's to get crazy. On my phone and text people like. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be difficult. I don't even like the idea of other people knowing why I don't know what's happening yet. That's why I, got, that's why I feel like I have to see I'm going to be paranoid in work. I'm like, what you know that I don't know? Yeah, I'm, you know something? I was telling Maybe Brianna, I will see it. I was telling <laughs> Brianna, like, man, people, that's why I went to 6 o'clock show because I feel like they're going to uh, they have a leg up on me. She was like, they still going to be in the theater when we go in it. I was like, yeah, but when they come out the theater, I'm going to hear their little voices, and I'm going to hear their oh, minds racing. Yeah, what if you hear through the wall? Like, I'm going to be like, they talking about it. They spoiling the movie. Oh I know what they're gosh. saying. I can hear it. Hugh like, Jackman was in it. There's <laughs> something crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Logan came back to life and saved the day. I feel like I should see. I will see this by myself. 
Hmm? When I really might go see it because I typically like to see superhero movies with my parents. They was out of town. They came back. And they was like, eh, there was no other movies to see when they hadn't seen Shazam. I'm about to go see it. I'm going to go fall asleep. In a, what if I fall asleep in theater by myself and somebody takes me? I need somebody next to me to wake me up or tell me it's over. Yeah, so you can be mad at them when they don't wake you up. Like, how dare you not wake me up? Yeah. You had the audacity to let me sleep here? That's I rude. I'll never. I fell asleep. Yeah, that's a, that's a record. That's nuts. That's something nobody's ever done before. That's, that's. Walked in, <laughs> sat down, went to sleep. Previews. See, that's why, that must be why I try to get to, I try to get to the movie early. But I take my sweet time getting into the theater. Yeah. I'll be taking pictures. Yeah. I'll be getting concession. I'll be paying. Yeah. When, when, especially if you get assigned seats or something. Yeah, I'll definitely be lollygagging. Stuff. Oh, I'm going to be lollygagging to the Avengers. No, nah, I got to get my mind right. I got to be sitting in there. I gotta Which feel. I did buy an Avengers ticket. Just mine. And I, put, I picked a spot where I'm like, if somebody dares buy these seats <laughs> next to me... <laughs> Lucky, I know. I, some, I, I bought know. one just for the heck of it. Well, I'm a A list member, so I ain't really buying. Yeah, dude, you could just reserve. You yeah, could always I, cancel it. Yeah, I've been reserved. I reserved a seat just just to be safe. But um, I forgot what I was about to say. But yeah, that's what's bothering me. So maybe that's why I'm looking at this right now. I'm like, we got a couple weeks to think about it. Oh, yeah. I, I I was letting Brianna know. Like, I was on search for two tickets. But if Bush came to shove and I had to get one and the seat next to me was gone and I couldn't get another seat. I'm sorry. I guess we just go. We can sit in two different spots in the theater. I don't want to be spoken to anyways. I won't the, have, I'm going to be the in full, full range of emotions. I think, I think milk, yeah, but milkshakes is out of town, so she wouldn't be options. So, like, so I may see, because I will see with my parents, but they wouldn't be able to see until Saturday. I'm going. I'm gonna go. All right, go by myself. They <laughs> <laughs> just stood up person next to you like, "Hey, fam." I'm like, "Please, we don't know each other. But obviously, you're here at this time, yeah. so I know this movie is important to you. It's important to me. So if I fall asleep. Me. Go ahead. I'm giving you full on permission to be like, "Hey, bro, like, wake me up, sleep again. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate it. Don't touch me ever again in your life." <laughs> But if I fall asleep, go ahead and wake me up. Yeah, that's like giving you no full license to just, you know, buddy tap me. It's like I think I, my adrenaline be racing for so long that I wouldn't fall asleep in this. But you I better. dozed in Infinity War because I got a daggone issue. I'm going to address this issue. I'm going to see what's up with me. I'm not drink. I don't drink caffeine. I ain't drunk caffeine in yeah. try, 12 years. Try you a... Un, or a full regular Red Bull and see if that is you bouncing nah, off the wall. I'll be standing up in that movie. like, Or take some pre-workout. <laughs> nah. Even, I'm going to lose my mind. Be curling while I'm... <laughs> like, why do you keep moving? <laughs> like, you're distracting. I'm going to see what they got that gives you natural. I'm going to eat some fruit before I go. <laughs> eat, a, eat a bundle of grapes <laughs> before I watch this movie. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. Yeah, this is crazy. This, that that, that week going to be nuts. Yeah, I gotta see it. Cause I don't want people knowing nothing. Cause you can't have a. I ain't gonna be able to talk to like if something else happened. Like are you gonna go to uh, go bowling or something. I ain't gonna be able to just talk to you normal like, if you, if you seen Avengers and you got uh, Avengers stuff in your head <laughs> and I ain't got that stuff in my head. Yet things ain't the same. Like so, uh, you see the game. 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 Speaking of game, uh, I have a bracket that I had the front. Uh, Texas Tech in Virginia, and with uh, Virginia winning, 
Yeah. And I, I, I looked you... through my email, and I didn't have no rewards sent to me or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't you win something if you get like, it correct? Like the rest of your bracket must have been trash. That was crazy. It says it got my bracket literally has a flame by it, which must mean I was on fire or something. And it says 99%, which I know I didn't get that much right, but they somehow give you that percentage. I forget why. Yeah, but you wanna... I I guess that correctly. So yeah, you must have been throwing darts at the board and guessing that. Yep. Here's my proof to everybody. That's Nobody cr- believe me. That's crazy. <laughs> I really picked it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I made a million brackets. <laughs> that just happened to be one of them. I let's go through all the one. options. <laughs> I had I had Duke playing Virginia in one bracket, but other than that, I was just very wrong. Oh man. Uh, speaking of basketball, Sonequa Martin-Green joins LeBron James in Space Jam 2. She's not an athlete. And she is set to play his wife. <laughs> so Space Jam is already much different than the first one. Space Jam 2 is already much different. she playing a fictional wife or is she actually playing a... I would. She better not disrespect Savannah. She better be playing a fictional so wife. So he's playing a fictional character. He's playing a... F- this is where it's getting tough because he's LeBron, already, you're tripping. He's already having the hardest time getting basketball players in this movie. Yeah, Giannis said I don't do movies. Like, all right, Giannis, chill out, fam. You when I understood you anyways. <laughs> I, I just don't like Jordan wasn't getting this type of disrespect when he was doing Space Jam. Charles Barkley did it. I mean, maybe that's why they had to go down and get the Muggsy Bugs his other yeah, world. <laughs> Sean Bradley. Yeah. Jordan is not friends with Sean Bradley. <laughs> But he was able to even it out. Larry Bird had a little cameo in the movie. Sean Bradley, Patrick Ewing, Larry Johnson. So, I mean, are we about to have to be dealing with, like, the... He can at least... There's no way he can... He can get D-Wade, Chris Paul, and Carmelo. Oh, they got to do it off the strength. Yeah, they have to be in it. Which, I didn't know uh, D-Wade's son went in your direction. Excuse me? The 11-year-old Zion Wade. Oh, the sassy man was walking on the... the yeah, it was at that pride parade <laughs> on some nah, road play. I, I don't know what they got to do with me. I saw them at the doing some fashion show, and they were switching the hips. He, I, I didn't know he officially came out. I thought that was just cool. He's 11. I mean, he's going to be balling on dudes. Yep. Zaire still around. <laughs> I mean, all the great uh, NBA players has uh, a gay son. Magic. Magic. I believe Isaiah Thomas has a gay son. Tim Hardaway done because he don't accept that. Yeah, Tim Hardaway made sure. <laughs> let it be known. Tim Hardaway Jr. had it hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you got to be a certain way, and I ain't yeah. dealing with nothing else. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't, for one, that's not really the actress that I want to be seeing acting next to the caliber of LeBron James. No disrespect. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking like a Tessa Thompson or. <laughs> yeah, Tessa Thompson with a. Angela Bassett. <laughs> That would look so crazy. He can play his mom. So nah. why is he having a fictional wife? So he's not playing LeBron. I thought the <laughs> point of these, these these movies was these athletes like playing them actual themselves, going to the cartoon world, and everything I mean, else is the same. Why is he got a wife in this? I mean, if it ain't technically Michael Jordan had like a he had some fictional stuff going on. He played on some fictional baseball team. Yeah. Not, were they fictional? I think it was the Triple A version of the White Sox. Never mind. It was yeah, it was Triple A version. Whatever it was. Even like that. That's real. Like, fake yeah. wife. You're not married to whoever that is. Let Savannah get her acting skills yeah, on. Yeah, might as well. Don't let the kids be in it, too. Get your best Bronny. buddies. That's who's about to be. It's about to be Bronny, Bryce Maximus. Yeah. <laughs> has this team. 
we, we ain't getting none of the haters who want to just defeat LeBron. That's why you got to get friends. Maybe like Kyle Korver, <laughs> Jesus Shuttlesworth. You know. Yeah, he's going to have old athletes probably. <laughs> Uncle Shaq, Drew. Shaq could do it. Yeah, they should do somewhere as an Uncle Drew cameo yeah. and make it a basketball verse. Yeah, depending on how uh, this uh, offseason works out. Maybe I have to settle for Kimba, which would be a good settle. Like yeah, this is a bad offseason to film this movie, kind of, because a lot of moving pieces can happen. Anthony Davis could be traded. He got yeah, free like, agency. <laughs> Let's just, yeah. We'll just, you know. It's going to be Contavious Caldwell Pope. Nah, I'm good. I know. Alex Caruso. He has a great head. I didn't know he was Mr. Slammer Jam. Yeah, I didn't know he was. Well, I didn't know he was a superstar. Yeah, so. every time a ball bounces off that realm, <laughs> he is flying through the air. I'm like, how's this dude with the the what's that word? Uh, when your hair is leaving, receding. Yeah, your receding yeah, he hairline. Receding. Got the, the patch. <laughs> like, how's this dude athletic? Like, all right, so we know and who he's to, Caucasian. I didn't know he yeah. had to bounce. So all right, so we know when the Lakers only got the minimal left at the end of the offseason, who gonna yeah, get him? <laughs> to him. He, LeBron seemed to like him, so you know he was gonna work jumping up. Uh, he has a great actor on his team. He's played with a lot of actors: Lonzo, Kyrie, uh, Ray Allen, all them acting movies. Yeah, I don't um, really see it in the Lonzo, but you know Lonzo's a great actor. I've seen him in that commercial. He's no longer a big baller brand, so yep, he's CAA. <laughs> Left big baller, left his dad. <laughs> All right, moving on to a different flick. Cillian, Cillian Murphy is in talks of starting a Quiet Place sequel. Oh yeah, yeah he, seemed, he seems he got that vibe, a Quiet Place vibe. Yeah, he seems like something's fishy up. Uh, they they spot him and something's going on with him. But apparently, he's joining Emily Blunt and the other two children in the movie, which I thought they weren't going to be in the movie, but apparently they will be. And he's described as a man with a mis- with mysterious intention who enjoys the in- intentions who enjoys the family. Oh, new love interest. Yeah, but they like something creepy about him. Mainly his face, and they don't trust. Like he maybe he's part monster. <laughs> he might be part silent monster, part human, a like scientist a, of some sorts. Yeah, who created the monsters? So you think so that you seem to think that's a good casting? Yeah, I think that's. Uh, Pretty solid, so mm. yeah, he, he fits in that. He got that type of energy. He can do a role like this, and based off of that description, that fits him perfectly. Oh, yeah, I'm not mad at that. You know, you got the John Krasinski is complete opposite, so getting somebody with that type of vibe who fits more, he, just his presence alone makes it more of a horror movie. So I, I rock with it, even though I just really wasn't, un, I was under the assumption that the family wasn't going to return. I thought it was going to be some type of little anthology thing where we see different stories within this A Quiet Place world, but I ain't mad at it. I'm here for any movie Emily Blunt is in, mm-hmm. and the blind, or the death girl, <laughs> and the little kid. All right, speaking of horror, Mark Hamel is voicing Chuck. Why did I put Chuck? Chucky in the <laughs> Child's Play remake. <laughs> Chuck starring Shazam. <laughs> All right, who else could you see voicing that little psychotic doll if it wasn't this guy who does all the voices of these yeah, scary creepy characters? He does scary voices. Uh, you can go with Vin Diesel. He's yeah, a great voice actor. Acting, uh, voice acting extraordinary. Uh, who has a creepy voice? I feel like Bill Hader can do a creepy voice, but last time he did a voice in a movie, he it was um, Alpha 5. Um, <laughs> you could go... Who's more of a creepier person? I don't know why I can see, you know, speaking of Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, the way the way Rocket talks, mm. it seems like I can see yeah, Chucky, can talking, Chucky like talking like that. Like that. 
Yes, Riley Cooper. Um, eh, depends on what you don't want to go too silly. Uh, dang, this is another Brian Tyree Henry movie. Yeah, Chucky <laughs> playing a cop. Yep, <laughs> he's a cop. Yeah, played feds. A, he even played cop in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, you the feds. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> no costumes do uh, the feds. He was a cop or a gangster of some sorts. <laughs> But she's not like tough in real life, so I don't know where they got that from. Black, big and black, <laughs> big and black. I mean, if Anthony Mackie can play tough guys to this the, day, then Brian Tyree Henry can play. Over. He should not have been the gang leader in this movie. <laughs> Granted, the opposing the dad that was used to be out in the streets and was tough, he didn't fit that vibe at all either. If you're black, you can play tough. <laughs> that is the that is the that is, that is the stigma. Swimming. God. All right, who could who would who would be an awful choice for Chucky? Like how Ryan Reynolds playing Detective Pikachu sounds very weird. Who would be very weird voicing I Chucky? I could have seen him doing Ryan Reynolds as Chucky. <laughs> seen that too, and that would be very odd. Making uh, Chucky just making mad jokes while he's killing you. <laughs> uh, who would be terrible? Michael Sarah as Chucky. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that dog would be. He would be creepy alone just by his voice coming uh-huh. out. <laughs> oh, man. What about like Chris Tucker? <laughs> Chris, Chris Tucker does one movie and one movie only. And that's right <laughs> hour four. Which they, I don't understand. They, they just came out and said that they weren't teasing that movie with that picture. Then why were they together holding <laughs> fours on their hands? <laughs> yeah, like a symbol or nothing. Yeah, Four. That's, a, that's not no game. <laughs> that's no acting game. I just think Jackie Chan like he getting like he's not aging. Like he stopped that old. Well, he's sixty five. Yeah, he got to sixty. Like he got to f- round fifty five and stayed there. Maybe I'm, I'm uh, freeze on fifty five for you. Maybe Asian don't crack. Yeah. Unless you bust them one of the macros or the fortune cookies. Yeah, unless the fortune cookie agents don't crack. Is there Asian pinatas? Are they the shape of calculators? <laughs> we'll come out of it. I, you instead of uh, big old sticks, you're using nunchucks. <laughs> it was funny in Shazam, the Asian kid pulled out a nunchuck to stop the bullies of and course. couldn't use it. <laughs> they, they was like shocked. <laughs> I thought it was something you learned from birth. <laughs> I wish I was Asian. I'd come out fighting everybody. You ain't bullying me. <laughs> you come out, the doctor hands you your nunchucks. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Lucky. Look at all the cool stuff. <laughs> Fighting in math. I was working with numbers this weekend. I was like, boy, oh boy, am I stupid. <laughs> this thing was coming. Just today, I heard somebody do a very racist <laughs> impression of an a- Asian impression. And I, what, what did they say? They, they said, they didn't say ni hao. They said, say they, matter of fact, they might have like Yikes. ni hao. <laughs> That's very racist. Uh, every now and then I hear something very racist Dude, say. They need to chill. Like some, also heard somebody say, I thought all Asians were ninjas. <laughs> oh, that's very racist. Okay. That's said it's an Asian person. I don't know if that lessens the blow <laughs> or makes it worse. <laughs> Dang, you brutally honest. Oh, man. Yikes. All right. Anything else you want to touch on before we move on to the weekly Geely segment? Nothing I can think of right now. All right. Well, I got two nominees. Your first nominee is AMC Theaters. Uh-oh. For them not being ready at all for that Avengers uh, Endgame 
pre-sale. Yeah, they weren't ready at all. Y'all didn't get your server. Y'all didn't have extra manpower. Y'all had nothing. <laughs> I was that stuff shut down so easily. I was under the influence. I had bad service until I went on I, uh, Twitter and saw everybody else was going through the same mm-hmm. issue I was having. It was not working for me. Y'all, I, y'all knew what was going to happen. Y'all knew it. Y'all knew the hype, and y'all were not ready. I don't care how crazy it was of us all going on at the same time. But AMC, you're better than that. You and Fandango. Fandango tried to put me in a line and say you in a line for over an hour. <laughs> but who was ready? Marcus Theaters. I got that ticket with these. <laughs> like, no, how come nobody wants to watch this movie here? Yeah, that's what I was like. I was I had to think outside the box. I was like, everybody just wants Fandango or AMC. But well, let me try this theater that I never go to. So I got my backup tickets there, even though I was able to get my AMC tickets hours later. But that's not the point. It should have been a lot easier than it was. So AMC. You were on, or you were nominated, and my next nominee is the production company known as STX. And you want to know why they are being nominated <laughs> for them putting in development a movie by the name of Bad Moms Moms. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> that title alone is <laughs> stupid. If you don't know what this movie's about, you might be familiar with the movie Bad Moms, mm-hmm. or. A Bad Moms Christmas. Which ha- which brought in the Bad Moms as Moms. And now apparently, those moms of the moms are getting their own spinoff called a Bad or Bad Moms Moms. Now, you know they're going to do a time travel one after this one called <laughs> Bad Moms, Bad Moms, and ba- Bad Moms. Please don't. Because <laughs> I was under the assumption the last Bad Moms movie didn't do so well. That's what I thought. So if that didn't do so well, what makes y'all think we want to see a spinoff with the characters who weren't even that funny in the movie to begin with. <laughs> if the movie was less funny when they entered the picture, then why would we want to see a sequel? Like we're gonna try to carry a movie with them. What happened to Bad Dads? Y'all canceled that movie, but <laughs> some this one. <laughs> yeah, somehow y'all thought let's let's green like this spit this spinoff though. What makes that a good idea? Comedies, trilogies, and spinoffs are not the same as when regular movies do it. So I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, this seems like an awful idea. So. Between AMC and STX, who are you giving the weekly Geely to? I'm going to have to go with STX because I saw that too and I was like, that was whack. <laughs> Why would they make that? That just seems so silly to make that. And AMC, I'm giving y'all a slight pass just because I guess if it's an app, like I, I don't, I don't, I ain't a nerd or nothing like them. So I ain't sure what else they would do to help reinforce it even more. But I mean, the app. And the website messed up. Yeah. Some got to work, but work. whatever. Yeah, they need someone other and working quicker. All right. All right, STX. You guys are getting the weekly G Lee this week. Go sit in the corner and really, like, you know, scroll through your, your ideas and your in-development movies and just really see if this is one y'all really just want to just push forward with because y'all really taking this Bad Moms brand to a level no one really thought it would go, and I'm pretty sure no one really cares that it actually reaches that. They, like, this is this was just a good one movie, y'all. Y'all stretching this a little too much. This ain't aerobics. Oh my gosh! Real quick, always <laughs> on this podcast, I always like to read um, Movie Pass uh, annual and monthly plans. We haven't done this since last August. Um, apparently, they've tried to go back to regular how they were before. Before they alienated everybody, lost all their money, and business crashed, and they yeah. changed it to outrageous stuff. An uncapped plan, as they like to put it. Uh huh. So right now, um. Yeah, and if you do the annual plan, it's uh it equates to nine ninety five a month. You get to watch any movie available in the app. 
That's the keyword available. Yes, what the asterisk marks and what that asterisk marks means is your movie choices may be restricted due to the excessive individual usage, usage which negatively impacts system wide capacity. So they're basically saying if you see a bunch of movies, then that's going to kill it's everybody gonna, else's. Yeah, if you if you get to go see five movies, then <laughs> Homeworld here is like one. So if you use this, uh, if you use this plan. To its full capacity, mm-hmm. see one every day. Then you gonna kill everybody else's plan. So we want you to use the plan, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, go see maybe every two days, yeah. if that. Maybe, maybe once a week. Yep, but for some reason they still say enjoy one movie per day. Because no, you couldn't see Avengers this week, but you can go <laughs> see uh best uh, best enemies or whatever, <laughs> whatever that Taraji P Henson movie's called. <laughs> you can go see Five Feet Apart. It's yeah. only got one time. But you can see it. Uh, of course, you, they're accepted at most theaters nationwide. You get access to exclusive offers, red carpet events, giveaways, subscriber-only screenings, and much, much more. Um, with the monthly, same thing, uh, except for no commitments, no contracts, so you can cancel it at any time. Um, you need movie pass. Not sure what all access means. No one, no, no one trusts them. It don't matter what it means. No one trusts y'all anymore. So get started. So good luck. Um, can't see three D movies, obviously. Nah, um, fam, we good. Yeah, <laughs> y'all had y'all's opportunity, y'all blew it. So yeah, good. AMC Stubbs list. Unless y'all offer me a plan for free, and I can see whatever I want, I ain't trusting y'all again. <laughs> um, all right, we got some Rotten Tomatoes movies to resolve. Got a few of them, Jones. Let me pull that up like a diaper. Ah, uh, where we at? Where are we is, where are we is, where are we is. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm looking. Alright, so first up we got Dumbo. I'll go on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Dumbo is sitting at a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I've been hearing some bad things about this movie. <laughs> Alright, I gave this movie a 77. I was under the impression it was going to be good. You gave it a 70, giving you the victory there. If I can pull it up like a diaper. <sighs> so now I believe you lead 10 to 0, or 10 to 9. Next movie is Unplanned. We're going Rotten Tomatoes right now, sitting at a 50%. I gave it a 33%. You gave it a... 43%, Oof. giving you the victory there again. There we go. Increasing your lead to 11 to 9. I was just balling. Now I'm stinking up the court. All right. Now we got Shazam. Shazam is sitting at a mighty high 91%. I definitely ain't say that. I gave it a 76. You gave it a 60. <sighs> Moving uh, the lead back down to 11 to 10. So then we got a couple movies that are coming out next week that we got to resolve. And then we have the movies to do this week. First up is Little, starring the little girl from Blackish, Issa <laughs> Rae. Martin. Yep. And Regina Hall. What are you giving Little? I'm going to give Little a 52%. 52? Uh, I think it could be all right. All right. You say 52? I already wrote down 66%. So we both see this movie will be pretty pretty good. All right, it's pretty good. All right, next, a new movie I know you anticipating like crazy. Disney Nature Penguins. 
what are you giving? This was so difficult to judge. I, get. I, I will say all of them are highly reviewed or highly praised. Yeah, that's what I'm like. This is difficult. I get this a ninety. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you give it as a ninety. Now I'm, I'm no, I take it back. I'm going eighty-eight. That was my first. That's what I felt in my soul at first. I'm going eighty-eight. All right, eighty-eight. I'm going with a seventy-six. <laughs> so I looked at a lot of them. They between like the seventy-five and eighty-five high eighty range. So yeah, I gave this one a seventy-six, but I can see this being a, a tough one. That might be right down the middle. All right, so those are two movies: Disney Nature Penguins. I gave a seventy-six percent. You gave eighty-eight. Little, I gave a 66%. You gave a 52%. And we will see about those in the next week or two. All right. I guess, nope, there's something else we're missing. <laughs> uh, Blu-rays. Okay. Uh, we did a Bumblebee already, right? Don't sound familiar. All right, so Bumblebee. I'll put that out as my stream. It was, it was a cool movie, but it wasn't, you know... Was it something I need to run back to and get cop at the store? Um, the Mule. I put that at like a low acceptance of gift, high, high my stream, just because it was entertaining. I necessarily don't need it, but somebody gave it to me. I'd you know watch it once and then probably never watch it again. But <laughs> it was an entertaining movie for uh, a lot of portions of it. Surprised me. So high, high my stream, I guess. Um, Vice. That's a low might stream because I did not really care for that movie. But there was parts of it that I thought were good, and the acting by Christian Bell was top notch. So that's its only saving grace. All right, we already know you're gonna go by Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase. Definitely so not. Move on to. Um, welcome. We we did Aquaman and stuff, right? Like, I think weeks so. Ago. All right, so I'll go. Welcome to Marwin. Well, that wouldn't make sense because this is only last week and this. Oh, I don't feel like thinking about it. Well, I've never seen Welcome to Marwin, so I guess I'll put it as a mic stream just to check it out if I was in the mood. Um, did you see Holmes and Watson? Nope, not after I saw them bad reviews for it. <laughs> oh yes. So I'll put that as a might stream as well, just because it's a Will Ferrell movie. So, Who Will Ferrell and uh, Adam McKay broke up. They did? Yep, they're no longer cre- the creative partners. They still say they'll work together on some stuff, and they're still great friends, but they're, you know, they ain't going to be doing their, you know, well, how they've been McKay doing. Started making real movies? Then what is Adam, uh, what is Will Ferrell going to do? Probably just make these whack movies that he's been making lately with other people. I saw they going they uh what's it called the that um James Franco movie's finally coming out. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> After like what four years or something wow. The way it sounds like that is coming out on something that I don't have oh, yeah, the streaming the, subscription for. Yeah, that thing was that thing that place whatever the location is was something I've never heard of so yeah. I have um, no clue. Uh, unless you going to get a dog's way home, I think that is it for this week. All right. Is there anybody you, I can't remember this next, but is there anybody you want to add to the WAC 5, our starting five of whackness? I know we was contemplating, uh, what's it called, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, yeah, she was close. Oh, that reminds me, I was watching, uh, I ain't finished it yet, but I was watching the Hulu show, The Act, with Joey King. Mm-hmm. She was doing pretty good in it. That was pretty good for her. I ain't, 
because especially based on the character she's playing, any because this could come off of it, like the character could come off very poorly acted mm-hmm. if it was given to the wrong person because she's playing somebody kind of like sh- like she's a little bit sick, not as sick as what the mom is saying she is, but sick, little special needs, but mostly because she's sheltered and stuff. So she's pulling all that off uh, pretty weird, but it's odd because. Uh, there's like a slight nude scene in it, and she's playing like a kid. Yeah. So I'm like, that's pretty weird. She's an adult in real life now, so, but hmm. I thought that was odd. Right. Oh, good. Um, good for JK. So, no that, rolling. That, that's what it is so far. Who knows? She could, it could get more dramatic going on, and she could tr- really struggle to, <laughs> to hit those <laughs> scenes. But so far, it's all right. All right, that's um, good. Look at her. I'm. I'm a, what, wasn't there a movie I said needs to come out and then I'll see? Or was that Joey King? <laughs> I cannot remember. I do not remember. Um, I'm going to let more time go by. <laughs> uh, Chloe Christmas, who would have thought you would have been in this predicament back yeah, in the day? So I just, I just hate to make her the inaugural person for this year. Yes, who else it was? needs to be somebody more easy to throw on, like a Theo James. Is he on a TV show? I hope so, because if he's not, then he's not nothing. <laughs> then he's not working. That, that's not I want, what we want. I want him to be able to feed his family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want bad acting. <laughs> and there was a movie called a couple years ago, "Help! I Shrunk My Teacher." And I'm thinking, like, is oh, this man. in the vein of "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" or nothing? I think it's just this is a foreign film. Oh my god! If, if it has nothing to do with that, then that's just sad. This po- poster is two kids with a shrunken teacher. Yeah, it's got it's got to be them trying to reinvent that <laughs> terrible franchise. Huh. All right. Well, this has been. And it's enough. eighteen dollars. That's too much. Too too much. No uh, ballerina. No. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. It is I, Leo Archibald, Leo the Average, Rolly Man, Fitbit Messiah. Yeah, I skipped over it. Uh, Nazam. Nate Cemetery, Numbo, Nuss, Captain Naval, Yuck. the Naste of Enemies, Nate Feet Apart, Nate Plan, Nunder Park, and did I, did I say I'm Rolly Man? Oh yeah, because I'm Rolly Man. It's your boy Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kanye Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka the Big Man, aka Uncle Hami, aka let's just get to Sweet Lady. Whoa, would, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just calling. Receive me like a threatening letter. Did it come in the mail yet? Oh my gosh. All right, yo, uh, follow us on the Instas at Leo B. Gyllenhaal on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud at the Great Musical. You can find all the episodes at icmovies.wordpress.com, along with some different type of reviews. I'm doing video reviews. I'm doing uh audio reviews while i'm whipping it in the car i'm calling it <laughs> reviews on the road tentatively until somebody gives me a better name because i did not feel like thinking about it <laughs> uh share the doors back on a un uh, sc- 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? On an unset schedule. So we had season two, episode one is up on SoundCloud and iTunes, and then on the YouTube, which is under Share the Door podcast. You can find segments of the first episode up right now, including the review for us. Keep checking the Instagram to see when the next episode is, and make sure you subscribe to all those so you can get alerted when it drops. Um, all right, um, I guess this is yeah, it. All right, I guess I do not remember. This is <laughs> pathetic. Going on like three years. Keeping it consistent. You cannot. My, my brain won't even tell me how this show ends. That's called consistency. I'm a, maybe I'll listen to an episode from every 10 episodes to see if, if, if the, any of them are saying. Wait till that, ro- that ro- the, the roundup episode from season yeah, one that, comes. That, that's so far behind. Still in the works. That's dropping <laughs> soon. And I planned on putting out a super cut of every time we sung Sweet Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. All that stuff is coming. Check it out soon. But uh, all right, time to end this off with the, yeah. <laughs> You ain't beating me in basketball. Oh, my gosh. And I sit and wait for him to see what, because I'll be, they call me Mr. Double Punch. Huh? And that's not because I'm drinking two Tahitians. Uh, they call me Mr. Double Punch because I wait no. to hear a whack punch, and I jump over it and kill it. I'm not interested in that, as you said, Double Punch. Tahitian. Terrible. <laughs>